0: Let's get
1: going. All right. <laughs> How's it going? Uh it, it's been a day. A day? Oh, that didn't sound good. Well, um, Aaron left town this morning till Saturday, so it's just me and the kids. Is this for
0: vacation or is this business related?
1: Uh va- vacation. She went with her parents and sisters to the Covered Bridge Festival in Indiana. I have no clue what it is. Parent, covered
0: bridge festival.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like vendors and oh. stuff like that, like a fall fest. Yeah, actually. kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. Her, her parents wanted to take all the girls. So
0: does that include your? Does that include no. your, two, your two girls? Oh nope. man! I mean, like, have been awesome.
1: I uh, know. <laughs> just, just their girls. So. Uh,
0: gotcha,
1: gotcha! 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 So yeah, so it's like. So you're kid- flying solo. Yeah, pick the kids up at two thirty. Pick or pick the girls up at two thirty. Pick Will up at three thirty. Drop Kaylee off at work at four. Pick her up at seven. A lot
0: of, yeah, just chauffeuring.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, they don't use the bus. No, I, our buses are. They don't have enough drivers. Ah. So the high school and the middle school ride together. Ah, okay. And so it's just it's. Chaos. Will usually rides the bus. He has no issues. There's been some issues with other kids on the bus with Madeline, so it's just like Mm -hmm. I'll just I'll wait till 20 minutes after school's over and go pick them up because there's no line.
0: Yep. No, that's exactly what we. You do the same thing we do. We don't ever go pick up right when school gets out. It's 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 pointless because otherwise you're just sitting in the line for the same amount of time if you would have just waited.
1: Yeah. And they don't ride the bus to school because they have to be on at the bus stop at six o'clock in the morning. So, we, we Aaron takes them in the morning, they leave at 6.40. They have to be at the bus at 6, but what time does the school actually start? Um, the high school starts at like 7.15 and middle school starts at
0: 7.35. Oh, my God. That's too early. Yeah. That is way too early for kids. These kids are supposed to be sleeping. This yeah. <laughs> is like the most, they need a lot more sleep than these kids probably get. That's for damn sure. Because yeah. otherwise, when it starts at 7.15, they're up at 6. They, they should technically be going to bed at like 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I it hate is. that crap. I hated that. when I remember our middle school was super early in the morning too. It was like, yeah. what? I think it was like seven or something like that. 7.35. Was that what it was? Yeah. About earlier than that. But I no. mean, I've
1: never been, again, uh, we had to be at, at the bus stop like an hour before school started.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound fun. Sounds, so that, that's your, that's your week all week. Or, well, so then what is that all next week too? Or is it just over the weekend? No,
1: they, uh they're coming back on Saturday. Oh, okay, so, so yeah, go. just a couple yeah. days.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'll make it through.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I have a yeah. I have a fridge full of yeah. beer, so I'll be fine. <laughs> so yeah,
0: I got I don't think I've got anything to share with you on my end of anything going on. To be honest, um, yeah, just works super 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 slow. Yeah, super super slow. I'm, I hate it. It drives me nuts. Yeah, makes you, you nervous. Say what
1: makes you nervous?
0: Uh, it makes me. I'm. Um, I'm. Yeah. Just. I'm done with it. I'm just. I, I try not to be nervous. I, I keep trying to strap myself saying, "Don't worry about it." If it happens. It happens, and just yeah. figure it out from there. And then, um, I don't know. I have to pivot in life at some point. or I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. I quit with this crap. It's just dumb. Yeah. Our 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 society and economy. I'm just done with all of it. <laughs> it's yeah. Just so stupid. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on.
1: Every time I was let go from a job, I kind of failed upwards, so it's fine
0: i I'm, I'm hoping I can only hope so much I don't know we'll see I just uh I'm actually i I'd like to be failed upwards and uh, on the rich side of things where if they got enough money to pay the Cardinals and they've got enough money to pay the blues and they can name an opera house after them and all this other crap
1: yeah
0: they just donated a million dollars over to Israel. Well, I have a problem with that. Yeah. (laughs) Why are we sending a million dollars over there when we're worried about, you know, hey, we need to be able to, you know, support us or whatever. I get it. And that's a horrible way to think about it. I know. I know. But it's just like, I always keep saying to myself, there's just... Where does all this money come from? Where? Where, where is it? You know, <laughs> this well, is, it seems like an endless, limitless supply of it. I don't I mean, understand where it all comes from.
1: But a big corporation can donate that and write it off in their taxes. and. Right. I know.
0: know. That's why they're not big. Cor- they're not huge. They're not, yeah. a big
1: one. not as big as you
0: think. They're a rather smaller company. But yeah. Um. Hey, it is what it is. And we'll see what it happens. We'll see where it goes. It's, it's, it's just draining on me a lot. And I'm just. I'm I'm overeating, I'm uh, I'm overstressed because I'm just always just nervous, too much nervousness. Um, too many problems, too many problems and I'm tired of problems. Yeah. Oh, I will say this though. <laughs> this is a funny story because just it's just typical for my family and our luck with life. <laughs> mm. We tried to have uh, a family day last Sunday and uh it's fall, so I was like, oh, we'll, we'll take the kids apple picking. We did it last year, they had a great time. We went to this one that's pretty far away from the house mm. um, and uh, past defiance so the one that was near the brewery. I told you about last time, uh, good news brewery yeah. yep. uh,
1: past uh, Augusta or whatever. Yeah. I know the place you're talking about. We've been there.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, we go there, we get there and I looked on the website for hours and everything's up and running all that good stuff. And I get there and go to the, the six, probably 15, 16 year old girls are sitting there for the admission part. And I go, all right, well I got, My family here, we want to go apple picking. So what do I owe you to be able to go do that? And she goes, oh, oh, no, we're, we don't, we're not doing apple picking anymore. We're done for the year. I
2: go, wait, what?
1: Yeah. (laughs) We had that problem there one year too, where we went to get pumpkins, but we wanted to do apple picking. And they have like, oh, well, we've only got one kind of apple left.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I just, I guess, and. I guess we could have gone over to Eckert's and I guess that's the the benefit of going to a bigger one But the nice thing about this. It's smaller, it's less crowded, more intimate stuff like that. It's just like, I was was like, could you, you have a website and I know maybe you're not as, you know, up on it. It's, it's so simple or on your, if you have a Facebook page, you could have put on a Facebook page or I don't Instagram, I guess no one uses Facebook anymore. Right. I guess everything's Instagram now or something like that just blast it out there somehow letting your customer base know what you're doing. It's like, it takes you two seconds. I, I don't, I don't agree with these businesses that just don't know how to use technology in 2023 to yeah. advise what they've got going
1: on. Yeah. Cause we have been to a, um, uh, an orchard before and they would have listed what kind of apples they have right now.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. Not, just, um, just put it somewhere just so I know. when It's it not hard to, to do. Nothing. But, uh, we, uh, Still went to the burrito afterwards because the kids really liked that. The p- the pizza there is so good. It's it really, really, really good. It's pizza. really good. And uh, so they enjoyed that part. So we made the best out of a bad situation. Yeah. Went there and uh, drank their Oktoberfest. Their, their, their Octoberfest. It was good. It was a good Oktoberfest. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I need to uh, try that one still. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. Uh, out of Five pints. Three and a half. I'd probably give right. it three and a half. That's solid. Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. And then, uh, yeah. Um... From a car standpoint, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I finally got a hold of somebody. That did, I I had an appointment like last week. They never called me. Yeah. No one ever called me. Oh. Because I've been I've I've I've, I've I have i have i have i have i have not gone full on Karen. But you know I, I had an appointment on October thirteenth, and I finally talked to someone yesterday, which was the eighteenth. <laughs> which you know, I, even if the appointment was just saying hey, a or, or call that came back, just going hey, I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Yeah. Fine. Let me know when you're going to look at it or say we probably won't get to it to a week later, something like that. Fine. Just give me something. Why am I always calling you to figure out what's going on? Yeah. And so I call, I left like five voicemails for this man. She's the manager and I don't get a hold of her. So I go, I got to talk to anybody at that place. So I just get to the guy. Of course, it's the guy that I said I don't want to work with because he was the one that wouldn't call me back the last time this happened. Yeah. And he's, since he's familiar with the case, they just gave it back to him. And I was uh. like, oh my God, I'm fine. What's the deal? He goes, well, tell me more about it. I was like, oh my God, I told, you know, I'm yeah. like, I don't know how many more times I have to tell you. And he goes, well, here's the problem. We've gotten your car to start every single time we try to start. I was like, then how come it randomly? I, I, I was like, look. It didn't happen just to me. Obviously, the tow guy doesn't want to put it up on his truck if he doesn't have to, so obviously he couldn't get it started either. Yeah. So you know, it's from two different people that says this thing didn't happen. So he's like, "Well, well tell me about what happened." I was like, "Well, he's oh, you drove it on the highway," and then I was like, "Yeah, I drove on the highway." And so he's like, "Oh, well, maybe we should try to do that too."
2: Oh I lost gosh. my
0: mind. I, was, I I lost my mind to myself. I'm just I'm past that point of being belligerent. I'm not going to yell anybody. The world just. I'm, I have the lowest expectations of every human being in the world these days. I yes. just don't trust anybody to do anything right at all, ever. <laughs> yep. I just hate human beings so much, it's ridiculous. But, regardless, and I go, yeah, go ahead and do that, and then give me a call tomorrow and let me know what happens. And here we are the next day, and still, no. Yeah, call. No call.
1: Yeah. No, no call. Checks out.
0: I'm at, I'm at that point where I might just go straight to the owner of the dealership and just go, can I just have somebody that will Treat me right, just yeah. to get my car off your lot and have it fixed the right way. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to tell you, man. This is just that I would never, ever in my life ever give you any business ever. <laughs> but I just want this done and put beyond us so that you and I will never cross paths ever again. And yeah. That's all I want is to say to the guy. <laughs> you know, yep. Because I'm nobody to him. And he could care less about me. I get it. I, I, I get that, and I know that's how most businesses operate these days. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the customer yeah. service died a long time ago um but it's just one of those things man but anyway instead of bitching about the world and hating how the world operates now and this is just not the world i signed up for
1: <laughs> what's going on well here i'll start with this i picked up some beer from a uh, third wheel brewing
0: oh the one yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah i like that place that's a cool little place what did yep. you pick up
1: i got hip-hop shuffle volume seven
0: Hip Hop Shuffle Value 7. Nice. Is it, was there a local rapper involved with it or something
1: like that? No. It's just no. a rotating hop series for an IPA they do. Okay. So 6.7% canned uh, July seventeenth, twenty 2023. So it's a little bit older, but it's, it's okay. Uh, hops are Mosaic, Belma, and Solero. They give a lot of information on this can too.
0: Seventy <laughs> they, give them, they give you the entire recipe on the can.
1: <laughs> well, uh, they tell you the grains. They tell you yeah. the IBUs, so how bitter it is. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And it says real big on it, brewed by women.
0: The thing is, that place has been around. It seems to be doing okay, yeah. you know? So, hey, more power to them. I'm, and they they were not a big food place, though, if I remember correctly.
1: Uh, No, they have a, a window. Yeah. And yeah. I think they're on their second, like... Techno restaurant, food truck, whatever it is that they consider it. Okay. It's always been good though when I've gone there. Nice. Okay. So. Well, so what what sparked that to want to go pick that up? Uh, I actually just happened to run across it when I was out looking for new Voltron beer.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So. Yeah, because I told you I drove by on my. Own. <laughs> so the kid, the boy, had a uh, to do volunteer hours uh, for uh, computer science honor society and. So the volunteers, what you do is we went out to, uh, God, what was the name of this place, Hawk Ridge something. It was, a, it was a 55 plus community. I mean, you had to be 55 to yeah. buy a property there. yeah It's right, you know, golf courses in there and everything. And yep. so basically you go there and you help elderly people with their technology issues. Oh. And, this, and so, and we weren't going to go out there unless someone actually signed up and someone, lo and behold, did sign up. So we had to drive. Oh my God. Jay, we went way past your exit. Yeah. <laughs> we went way past your exit. And my God, does traffic back up there? Holy crap. It is ridiculous. Like St. I think
1: our exit was like like St. Louis. Yes. Yeah, I, I know right where it is. So oh it's I mean, that's only what, two exits past me. But oh, is that what it felt like for
0: a couple of we drove from C B C all the way out yeah. there, dude? So it was a long haul. <laughs> uh, so
1: the, the problem is the the interchange between forty and 70 Mm-hmm. And um, out in Winsville on 70, they can't expand the highway because the railroad is right next to the highway. Mm-hmm. So it's four lanes and it backs up all the way to 94 sometimes just getting out that way. So rush hour at night. And then we've hit traffic going to Columbia on Saturdays when there's a Mizzou game.
0: Yeah. Yeah again not what I signed up for in the world no. <laughs> it's just i just don't have the
2: patience no. you it had kids so you signed so up it for was, it
0: was, it, was, it was forever away but it was worth it it wasn't this guy could have been more appreciative yeah um he did he did his thing and he actually was like hey I'm not getting this figured out and I had to be there just because I wasn't gonna let him be around strangers like that it's yeah old creeper dudes. <laughs> so I was there and he's like hey give me a hand with this I'm trying to figure it out. And I was like hey this is the first lesson of it. And he's like, don't worry, dad. I know the first, I already turned it off, turn it back on. It's not bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also and made then, sure it was plugged in.
0: Yeah. Well, no, 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 it wasn't yeah. that, no, that. No. But no, we, we were able to, we were able to fix it for the guys. He had his son try to help him with it. And his son works for Boeing and he couldn't even get it done. I was like, he's probably on the sales side of Boeing then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, I don't know what that guy, but uh, no, we got to figure it figured out. But he could have been morbid and Brody had a great time with it because, uh, he just felt good for helping somebody that yeah. needed help. And then it was, wasn't getting paid for or anything like that. So it just made him feel good. So I was like, yeah, that's what that's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to like that. And I was like, if this is something you like doing, this is a career you could look into. And I, there's all kinds of IT
1: careers, buddy. So, there, there's always a need for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, um, but yeah, no, he's, he's he likes problem solving and all that stuff. And I was like, that's... You'll be fine then. Trust me, there's all kinds of problems anywhere you go and anything you do when you're trying to make money. So, yeah. But yeah, that was cool. That was cool. But yeah, we were on, out in your neck of the woods and I was just like, I could never live out here. This is just too much traffic. <laughs> this is ridiculous.
1: It's fine if you don't leave.
0: <laughs> right? That's me. Right? So maybe, yep. maybe I would be okay. As long as there's stuff I can get to without having to go anywhere near there. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I can get a lot of places without getting on 40 right there. So there's back roads and. So what's on our, uh, what's on our docket for the evening? So first thing I was going to talk about is I went to a concert on Monday night.
0: Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Tech gear boy, tech nine. What's up?
1: Tech nine, uh, Hollywood undead and King ISO,
0: which that was, that's weird. That's a weird mixture or weird lineup, right?
1: Eh, Well, King ISO is on (laughs) strange, the strange music label with tech nine. That's his label. Okay. So that made sense. Hollywood Undead was a little bit weird, but they're kind of that rock rap. Yep. Yep. So it kind of fit. I will say after Hollywood Undead left the stage, probably the crowd went down by a quarter.
0: Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, I thought they would, yeah. But they haven't had, I don't even know if they've had a song come out since their huge hit back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured they would play that one hit wonder once, play a couple like two more and then one more, hit the one hit wonder one more time and bounce.
1: <laughs> oh, they they were on for at least an hour, probably. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, and they were awesome. Um, okay. When I was explaining them to Madeline, I said it's kind of a mix of Linkin Park with a day to remember. Yeah.
0: And but it's back in the day when all that was super huge. Right. Yeah. There there. It was a that was a. That was a big hit when that hit. That was
1: an awesome song. Yeah. I remember that one. That's the only song I know. That's it. I don't know anything else they've ever done. There were a couple of them I recognized, um, but I did a little research afterwards. I I like a lot of their music, so... Cool. I'll probably start listening to them a little more often. But what was unique about them was there's six guys in the band. There's a drummer, and -hmm. then five guys that switch between guitar, bass, and singing. Oh, wow. So, like they'd have a guitar player and a bass player for the first song and then they'd hand off their instruments and somebody else would play guitar and bass and then they would just rotate the whole time. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, King Iso and was this was, awesome. at, and
0: this was at the factory?
1: Yes. The first time there. That place is is pretty interesting. Okay, um,
0: meaning what? By interesting?
1: Um, It's kind of, it's felt like it was bigger than the pageant but smaller than like, I mean, going to Riverport. Sure. Um yeah. You... And it's got the balcony with seats, which was nice for an old guy like me, so
0: <laughs> wait a minute, you sat at the concert
1: i I was down on the floor for King Eye, so i had I was given a press seat okay, so I with my plantar fasciitis, it was hard to s- stand for the whole time, so <laughs> you're, you're so old I know <laughs> I know,
0: but that hey, you know what yeah. I, You're at that age, man. Concert. Why can't we go to yeah. concerts and sit down? Why can't we? We yeah. just want to hear the music live. We want to dance around. We're not getting crazy, right?
1: I mean, <laughs> I got up and stood for a lot of Tech Nine stuff because, okay. I mean, he called for everyone to stand up, so everyone stood up. So, <laughs> but but it was a it was a really good show. I'm glad I went. Um, it was a free ticket too, so I'm gonna watch for more of those press opportunities with all these uh, promoters I'm working with. So okay, yeah. Maybe I can get a few tickets to some of them.
0: Nice. And then so the factory, uh, so there's a balcony. How big is the floor?
1: It was a good size. Um, I mean, it's been a while since I've been to the pageant. It felt Mm -hmm. bigger than the pageant down there. Mm -hmm. Um, They have like a VIP section at the back um, with its own bar. That would probably be nice if you paid extra for the tickets. Um, Mm -hmm. They had a main bar outside in the lobby. They had bars on each side on the main floor, and then up in the balcony too.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Plenty of places to drink.
0: Yeah, what do you think <laughs> Jesus? <Jeez. Well, laughs> and I saw some. I saw pageant some just, pageant has two. Right? Yeah. And, uh, wait, Hold on. Is there one upstairs? I can't remember. There's one. Up, there is one upstairs, right? I don't
1: remember because it's been. Almost...
0: No, there might only be one bar. That big long one, just in the back on the main yeah. floor.
1: I don't remember when yeah, right. up in the balcony, but it's been 10 years since I've been up in the balcony there. So,
0: yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. That's for sure.
1: And I know someplace like Delmar Hall, they only have one bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot smaller.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, so was it wasn't a big size crowd? Yeah. It was sold out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what,
1: was it on a weekday too? Yeah. It was a Monday night. Oh, my God. <laughs> if it wasn't a free ticket, I probably wouldn't have gone. Yeah. But it was totally worth it.
0: How about getting in and getting out? How horrible was that?
1: There was quite a line to get in, um, Mm -hmm. but it went fairly quick. Okay. Um, Did they they charge for parking at that kind of thing? No, I didn't think
0: so. Because it's just a parking lot right next to the top golf right there.
1: Yeah. um, It was pretty full though. Um, I had no problems getting in. I left a little bit before it ended because it was ten forty, and I was entertaining the idea getting up at my normal time at four a.m. But by the time I got home and fell asleep, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's not happening.
0: <laughs> so. Oh my God. I can't believe you wake up that early. That's okay. So you went to, you woke up about two hours before I went to bed last night. <laughs> Cause I'll, I'll skip ahead. Just real, just a little bit in our thing. Mm-hmm. I stay up till two o'clock watching the Kelsey documentary. Did you see that yet? I have not yet. It's good. <laughs> it's really good. I enjoyed that. I go, I probably shouldn't care as much about, because they're getting annoying at this point Yeah. I mean, just they're everywhere and you can't get away from them but I was like you know it's a football thing and man
1: it's just great it was a good one it was, yeah
0: it's a really good story so,
1: I, I want to check that one out yeah. Yeah. there's a few of them a few like docu-series I want to check out like there's the one on of uh, David Beckham yeah I'm, I'm like eh. you, I'll let you watch you tell me okay. I need to walk I, I've been on a soccer <laughs> kick so oh, Okay part of me is just like a series. Do I really want to get into a series, a document, like a documentary movie is just so much easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. And it, it's, it's one that you, you know, you'll remember a little bit easier because it's, it's such an intriguing story most of the time.
1: Yeah. But yeah, concert, concert was really cool. All right. If they come to your city to the eight people that listen to us, try to go see them. Nice. <laughs> the eight, do we have eight Do we have eight? It it fluctuates from week to week. Sometimes it's low like that, and sometimes we get up into double digits.
0: No way. I thought our our audience over in Germany or whatever that was really big for us at one point.
1: (laughs) I don't know. It could have just been the uh, podcast hosts we had at the time because they were brand new and probably didn't filter out bots or anything. Sure.
0: (laughs) But hold on. I think you need to share news with our eight people that do listen. Mm -hmm. You need to share some big news. Uh, Some really
1: big news. Yes. I, I shared this with you on Monday night while I was uh, waiting for the concert to start.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. That's how
1: you're killing time.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, and this is not the first.
1: No, mind you. No, not the first.
0: <laughs> We've established a pattern. If I may,
1: the North America business awards, 2023 hosted by new world report named us the best movie and comics podcast of 2023.
0: Thank you. Step aside. You know, hey, Kevin yeah. Smith, step aside. Who else should we tell to step aside who does not Comicbook. movie? Comicbook.com. Yeah, step aside. You're not award-winning. You're not. No. Not like us. <laughs> what is it? Uh, 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 Nerdist? Hey, Nerdist? Yeah. be gone.
1: <laughs> We'd like to thank no. eight of you Don't that listen.
0: listen. No, no, no. How about this? We need to change that. I need to have a different approach to this. Welcome us. Welcome yes. us in. We're at your level. <laughs> Oh yeah, We are yet again with our eight listeners, <laughs> and that might be being uh, <laughs> kind.
1: I will say this organization that has awarded us this it has mm-hmm. probably listened more than the, the last one where we got the best beer podcast for the <laughs> we two minutes beer of beer talk we have every episode.
0: <laughs> it just cracks me up every time. But hey, we're award winning. We're yes. good at what we do. It's, we need to be welcomed by the brotherhood and the sisterhood that is the comics and the movies and everything that we talk about. Yeah, because we cover a lot. We, we're very broad. We're very broad. Very broad. Talking. And I don't think we're too offensive.
2: <laughs>
0: we're, we get sad every now and then. At least for me, I oh, yeah. make it sad. <laughs>
1: <But> <laughs> Just skip the first hundred episodes if you get easily offended.
0: Well, because yeah, I always wonder about that. I think you should read number. Should we renumber, or do you not maybe. want to because that makes it look better? <laughs>
1: maybe, I, maybe, we renumber.
2: Maybe. Hey,
0: Marvel hey. does it. Marvel and DC do it all the time, right? <laughs> no, we won't. We don't we'll renumber. We all, but you can have all, a legacy. Yeah, <laughs> that is that's a uh,
1: that's legacy, and we're this new one is
0: canon. How about that?
1: We're going to be the all new, all different nerdcast all new, podcast. All different.
0: There you go. I love it. All new, all different nerdcast podcast. That's hilarious.
1: And then when, what,
0: what number are we on? What number is this now? The, uh, this is one eighty. Whoa, that's a big number. It is. Look at that. We're gonna almost hit 200. And in the comics world, hitting 200 is a big deal. It is. What are we gonna do? We're gonna do something special. We might have to go, we might have to do like a remote or something like that.
2: Maybe we'll get to 200.
0: What what, what are you guys doing? Yeah, (laughs) and they're like, We have a podcast, we have eight people that listen. (laughs) When we get very faithfully,
1: people, right? When we get to 200, I'm gonna change it to the, the dawn of Nerdcast. The
0: dawn of Nerdcast. Oh, I like it.
1: Relaunch oh. with a new number one.
0: 199 is the crisis. <laughs> I got the title. Yes. 199 the crisis of Nerdcast. <laughs> I'm, see? Well, Always thinking ahead. Always got to be planning. Yeah. Little tease there, the crisis. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. So, okay.
1: Topics. What do you got for a topic? So, just a couple of new things. I sent you that link about uh, Daredevil Born Again and why they r- fired the writers and director. The only thing I saw was that Feige watched it and he didn't like it. Part of the issue was the, the series went away from what it originally was for the first three seasons of Netflix. And it was going to be a legal procedural. And Daredevil wasn't going to show up in costume until episode four.
0: Okay, so so Feige stepped in and said, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Get the hell out of here. Okay, And we're
1: starting over. And they have come to the conclusion that producing a TV series like it was a movie is not working for them. Yeah, okay. And so they're going to go back to a more TV-based formula. Okay.
0: Well, it sounds like from what I saw was that he's like, go back, make this like season four of what it was on the Netflix show.
1: Interesting, yeah. and and I really hope they do, and they kind of focus on that because it was an action-driven series.
0: Wow! So they shot? Did they finish the whole season?
1: No, okay. I don't. I don't even know if they shot all that much.
2: Okay,
1: but I mean, it give they have a chance now to go back and rewrite it all and put it to where they want it while the actors are still on strike.
0: Okay, yeah. So I'm try because I'm looking through this article, and I'm not seeing that part of it unless there's a there was a bunch of stuff i thought i sent you something on it too i could have swore uh maybe i didn't i could I, I sent you some stuff mm. but yeah no that that makes total sense thank god for kevin feige thank god we didn't get the garbage the fact that you found something where it said we wouldn't even see him in costume to episode four get the hell out of here he's been around for three seasons already plus he showed it, it, up in she-hulk
1: say what plus he showed up in she-hulk yeah in, in costume too yeah
0: well in a, in a different costume too by the way yeah no yeah, no, that would have been horrible. Horrible, yeah. horrible. But we still didn't even know if Foggy and Karen are going to be in it.
1: Well, this is another rumor I heard. I don't know if if there's anything to back it up. But apparently Foggy was going to die in episode one of the original. Foggy
0: season. was going to die in episode one. Is
1: that yes. what you said? Yes. Whoa. And that's why this. Eldon Henson wasn't listed as a cast member because he was only going to be at the beginning of this first episode where he dies.
0: I have to imagine Foggy goes and are going. Did you guys bother reading any of the comic books? Yeah. <laughs> any of you writers, did you bother? You know
1: how important Foggy is. Yeah. To the character at all, or how important uh, Karen Page is to this sp- specific story specific they're trying to story do
0: storyline that you're you're naming after. Unless, well, now mind you, they don't they they do that. Yeah, they, they just do. Follow big names, and they don't follow the actual comic at all. You know, but I mean, but they just use it as a brief outline or inspiration yeah. for what they're doing. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and and they could still do that with this, but I I think Karen would have to factor in somehow.
0: You'd hope so, and yeah. and you, it would lead to maybe a being a very darker series because of their relationship, and if it follows the comic at all, losing her, yeah, you know, so.
1: Okay, and then yeah. you kill the chance of season five being Guardian Devil and having Kevin Smith involved.
0: I don't know if they'll bring him. Up. No, they ne- they never will. <laughs> Um but yeah, no, good thing he did step in. I'm very, very, very big fan of that. And then I have let me let me throw a couple links at you. Okay. Um I'll I'll start with the two uh invincible ones. So I sent you the trailer for invincible. Yes. How'd you like that?
1: God, it's like, you know, I cannot like, wait.
0: It, the animation is fantastic. It looks so great. And they have so much material to to go and like like let this thing last as long as they really wanted to. Yeah. Because how many? I, th- I could have swore how many issues did he hit? One hundred and something, right? On this one, maybe two. I, I can't so. remember.
1: I don't think he hit two hundred, but it was quite a bit. Because yeah, but Walking
0: Dead hit one hundred sixty. So I thought it was maybe or one forty, maybe on this one.
1: No, um, Walking Dead hit like one ninety three. One forty
0: four. One forty four.
1: One hundred forty four. Okay. So twelve years worth of comics. Yeah, that's
0: pretty good. That's that's a lot of material to work with on it a is. TV show. Hopefully, yeah, I, I hope they do that. But then the the other one that I thought was amazing. Did you see? <laughs> you can be Omni Man in the new Mortal Kombat.
1: Yes, you can also that be was, Homelander.
0: How graphic was that? Oh my oh. god!
1: <laughs> I love the side by side with the cartoon, like where they with showed the cartoon, him was holding bashing
0: his face in
1: <laughs> or holding his head oh, the through blood. the train.
0: Yep. And all the oh people splattering gosh. on them. Oh. So that's a good one. Omni-Man versus a uh, Homelander. Who wins that one?
1: Ooh, that's, that's tough because neither one of them, at least at the beginning of Invincible, have a moral compass.
0: That's what I'm saying. So Omni-Man, I'm talking about hardcore, pre-going soft Omni-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> so Omni-Man versus Homelander, who is completely devoid of any kind of moral compass at all. Yeah battle for the ages. That's a, that's really a good is. battle right there. Yeah. I don't know who I... I guess he's alien. I want to give it to the alien. That's I don't know why. I just feel like giving it to an alien. Yeah. But from a, from a power standpoint, pretty much the same exact powers. Yeah, they're both... No heat, but no heat vision. Sorry, no heat vision from Omni-Man. Yeah,
1: because they're both pretty much versions of Superman.
0: Yeah. And if, the heat vision from, from Homelander, I don't think that's doing any damage to Omni-Man, so... I, I can't imagine what one would do the other that would be, you know, the death blow or whatever, you know, what my one extra power I have over yours or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be a good fight. Yeah. Really good fight. And then uh, the one that was really interesting, I can't believe that this is, this would be real. I, I I didn't know whether or not how to fact check this one, but Mm -hmm. I know for a fact, there's no way George R. R. Martin is going to write anything and get it done. Yeah. As far as announcing that star Wars project that, that was false. That was? Okay, yes. There's was nothing to it. Oh, man, okay. As okay, much no, as I would like a
1: George R.R. Martin, like, beginning a Jedi type story, yeah, it will it, never but happen. But
0: then having Peter Dinklage as the Padawan of Yoda, maybe that's why it's a little too on the nose, I guess. Yeah. Right? Still, Peter Dinklage as a Jedi, dude, looks awesome. Oh, <laughs> that was a cool yeah, Picture.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that would have been, I thought that would have been, not even George R.R. R. R. Martin, but just having uh, Peter Dinklage in a Jedi, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know if you had this on your list of news, but Deadpool 3. Is that the official title, Deadpool 3, Merc with a Mouth? Is
1: that no. the official? No, I don't think it's... they've released an official title yet. So.
2: Okay,
0: but they're backing off their the, the May release date.
1: Yeah, it was going to be hard to do because they started filming, but they've had to stop because of the writer strike. Yeah, And I had heard rumors a few days ago that they were talking about pushing back the release date, so I'm not surprised when it came out today.
0: Yeah, so we were gonna. It was going to be a May twenty twenty four release date. Are we looking at twenty twenty five now? I guess.
1: I think it still could be late twenty twenty four if this strike doesn't go for a lot longer.
0: Maybe do. I think they can make it for a Christmas release because you know Reynolds Maybe. would do awesome with the with the uh, advertising on that. If they oh do a yeah. And I don't know if there's anything coming out at Christmas that would really be fighting them for it because then here's the thing. From what I'm reading here, Captain America Brave New World was set for a May 3rd release but now I guess they're saying they're pushing that to July 26th.
1: Yeah, that was already announced for July and they haven't said anything about that changing yet. Also on the calendar right now for July is Spider-Man 4 and Venom 3 for July 12th. Hmm. You know probably all of those are going to be moving. I think pretty much anything coming out next year is going to get pushed back except for maybe Craven the Hunter because that's done and that's They've already pushed that to August. That would be like, a Netflix one for me. Because like <laughs> Blade is supposed to be September 6, 2024. That's not happening no. at this point. Because, no. I mean, they they fired the writers on that and started over.
0: That thing's going from scratch now?
1: I, I, I don't know.
0: You We're never getting that Blade movie. Marshall is going to be like 90 years old by the time they're ready for that thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Only thing for December right now is Thunderbolts. And my guess is that's going to be pushed back.
0: I'm gonna assume we're not gonna get anything new for the rest of this year obviously in twenty twenty four anything that was gonna come yeah. out mid twenty twenty four it could be late twenty twenty four pushing into early twenty
1: five yeah I mean I think this year is pretty much said everything coming out this year is done but it's gonna be the stuff early next year early to summer of next year that's gonna be at risk
0: oh lordy I don't know yeah. man so
1: I got one well, more quick what other news, news did
0: you what other news did you have
1: so last night on AEW Dynamite, Sting announced he is retiring in March. Do you believe him? Yes. So I sent you the link of, the, of his, I don't want to say interview because they just handed him the mic and mm-hmm. Tony Schiavone left the ring. Um, but he went on, he thanked, uh, he talked about some of the guys that he came up with, talked about the generation before him. He thanked Dusty Rhodes, he thanked Hulk Hogan, which got him booed. Mm-hmm. And then he thanked Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And he said he's going to go out at AW Revolution, I think is the pay-per-view, which is the first pay-per-view he wrestled in for them. Uh, for, so, well, for AW. For AEW, yeah. AW, yeah. So
0: it's, now here's the question. Does he come out as the crow sting or is he going to go throwback, give us the uh,
1: the beach boy uh, sting? I don't know. That's, that's tough. I, I don't know if he'd dye his hair for it. Wear a wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: trying to get away with that. I think yeah. that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Dude's been around dude's been around forever. Now I didn't get a chance to watch the clip yet. I I have it, but I just haven't had a chance to watch it. But oh uh,
1: God, it's so good.
0: He he started what late seventies, early eighties? Or is that or might is it even later than that? Uh
1: I think it was mid eighties. Mid 80s Because okay. he talked about I think the first title match with Rick Flair, I think he said was eighty eight.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, you know, almost forty years of wrestling, right? Yeah. So that's a long time, and he, he to stick around that long—that's a testament. I mean, yeah. but he was the face of he. I'm sorry, he was the face of eight, God, not even eight,
1: of WCW for a really long time. He was, and he was the face for Impact late aughts, early teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, if you look at that era, I mean, you have the in-house guys like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Even mm-hmm. if you if you consider Samojo an in-house guy, he was Ring of Honor before that. But but then you have like your Kurt Angles, your Hardys, and Sting. Yeah. I guess H- Hogan was there for a bit. Nash was there for mm-hmm. a bit. But, I mean, he he pops up a lot on clips that you can see of that time.
2: Yeah.
0: But no, I would always, as far as, you know, when you think Sting, I think WCW. That's oh, yeah. what I think. I don't give too much credence to uh
1: It's just funny, though. Never did never did a stint in WWE. He did a small one, and he, that's where he announced his first retirement. Oh, okay. And he finished this one by saying, "If there's if there's one thing that's true, is I'm retiring." I think he's seen Flair retire seventeen times and know, Hogan boy. retire fifteen times, no. and he he just doesn't want to do it. He's like, "This is it." And there's been well, rumors of it for a while, so
0: hopefully he's made his money and he can ride on to the sunset but he, I, I i don't know if if Hogan was because of money issues with him um you would have to think he maybe he, he just didn't manage it well, or was he just he just like the he liked the spotlight that much I just um, my lifestyles like this and I need to keep doing it because that's my lifestyle I think both um,
1: him and flair it was lifestyle and divorce, yeah,
2: yeah. And they
1: needed
0: to keep up the alimony payments.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, I think Flair's been married a couple times. And Hogan's been married once, but it was a pretty prolific marriage.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, with Sting, I don't know if there's any dirty laundry with him as far as, hey, I'm going to say I'm going to retire and then I need to come back after the money runs dry. A little thing, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I'm bored, you know. You know, or if it's just, it could just be hey, I'm retiring from the ring. That doesn't mean I had to retire from the business altogether. I can be a, a mentor outside of the camera. You know,
1: I I have a feeling he'll still be around with AEW. Maybe not even on camera. Yeah,
2: that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, I sent that brother or that clip to my brother Kevin because he was a huge Sting fan growing up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're talking about taking a road trip to try to catch him one last time before he retires. Oh, wow. The closest one right now is Chicago the mm-hmm. day before Thanksgiving. Oh, I was like, we could. Will doesn't have school that day. We could do it, but it would be tough because we'd have to get up early and come back.
0: Where, where, what, what venue in Chicago? Um, I think it's, um,
1: crap. What's the or name?
0: in? Ro- or is it in Rosemont outside of Chicago?
1: No, it, where the Bulls played. Um, Not United Center? I think so. Whoa, that's a
0: huge venue for AEW.
1: Uh, they've they've done it in the past, but they also really? had CM Punk at the time. Here, I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got a screenshot of it. Cause uh, when we were talking about it, I looked to see a oh, Trust Arena.
0: Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be a fun trip to do. It's yeah, just it would. once you're there, though, and after the show's over, you're not gonna want to drive
1: back. Yeah, and and that's the problem with the next day being yeah. Thanksgiving. We'd have to yeah. get up at like six in the morning to make it back for lunch.
0: Well, or you, the only other thing I could think of to try to make it where you don't have to worry about it so much because you're going to be exhausted. If, if there's one more train that leaves late at night, I don't know if there's an Amtrak that leaves that
1: late. Yeah, I don't know either. That That's one thing we talked about, too, was the nope. possibility of an Amtrak.
0: Or a Greyhound. I don't know about a Greyhound. Yeah. I, I,
1: don't know. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Don't want to sit in someone's pee? Got no. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Heard. Understood. Absolutely. Yes.
1: <laughs> we just cleared the hobos out of this one. Right. Yeah. um no, I, that'd be
0: cool. That'd be yeah. But I mean, that just thinks that they're not hitting up St. Louis one more time
1: before there. It yeah. seems like they're always around, right? Yeah. Um, they haven't announced where that pay per is at either. So if that's mm. somewhere within a couple hours, we could do that too. Probably have to pull Will on a school for a day because their pay per views are typically on a Sunday night.
0: Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think. All right. Look, is there a possibility? and that well no i mean i thought their pay-per-views las vegas is where they've done a pay-per-view jacksonville obviously is where pay-per-view where else did they hit up the pay-per-views chicago chicago so west coast mid east coast so yeah, yeah there you go they hit the three big ones yeah, yeah. that All just right. thing says right there before thanksgiving
1: yeah i know that and that's just uh, a dynamite rampage taping so that's the other thing that i'd be worried about too is you're not guaranteed to see him at one of those shows.
0: Absolutely. You're right. Yep.
1: So, I mean, it would have to be one of those maybe last minute week before, find out who's wrestling and then scramble to get tickets.
0: Oh, that'd be another thing. Yeah. Cause it could be cuz with him. Maybe it could be sold out. Cause yeah. people are trying to do the same thing you're doing. Yeah. yeah maybe. And
1: with us wanting to take will, it's like, I can't pull him out of school for a couple of days to go see wrestling. <laughs> maybe, Says who? Maybe. Say- Maybe hey, he's on a collision on a Saturday night. We could do that. but
0: Let's see. He he's So he's 7th grade, right? So yeah. I'm like six or 7th grade. 7th. Right? Yeah. Grade. Think right now in your brain. Think back. What was it that you needed to do in 7th grade so bad that it had a huge impact on your life that it made that big of a difference that you couldn't have missed a couple of days of school?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I know.
0: That's all I'm saying. That's all Especially
1: I'm saying. with the stuff they learn in school nowadays. It's like, <laughs> are they going to use geometry? No, the
0: thing that sucks is that because you're a good parent and you care and you do want your kids doing well in school because you're hoping that they'll be smart enough and school somehow have a positive impact on them. And they'll learn something that they can use Yeah. that you're going to be like, well, I don't, you're going to make up all your work that you miss. And that's, what's going to suck for him. That if you did do it, yeah. he'd have, to, you know, especially in seventh grade, if, if the math in seventh grade, if you oh, miss yeah. one class, it's just like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Yep. If he was missing one day, he could just leave after math class, but with your
1: luck, math would probably be the last class of the day. kind of
0: Get yeah. the wait for that to be done.
1: And he's already in advanced math, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And missing
0: one day of math. These, that's the one class. Every other class he'd be like, ah, screw it. Math, you're like, no, no, Unless that teacher's pretty cool and does what some teachers are doing nowadays are they record their lessons. They put them on YouTube.
1: Yeah. I don't know I don't know how many of their teachers do that. I haven't seen mm-hmm. anything about it. So. I always thought
0: that was smart, especially if you're not going to vary off that. Like, it, as long as you that lesson plan is like, Hey, this is, this is specifically for that. Yeah. Where I think some teachers were doing it during COVID because they're doing everything virtually. They they recorded it and put it yeah. on there and go that, that way kids could go back. And cause I was, that was always a problem in school for me. was trying to keep up and trying to remember what they said, or if you were writing a note and they went too quick to be able to go back and re-listen to what they were saying, it makes so much sense to me to do something like that. Oh, yeah. It just as another tool for kids to use because everyone does it different. And it's no, it's no harm to them if you just set up a camera in the back of the room and just record while you're teaching and just post it online. What, what is it to them? You know.
1: Yeah, but I think there are also those kids out there knowing that there would be a camera on would act up more just to try to disrupt it.
0: Well, yeah. Hopefully, that teacher won't be too stupid to, you know, try to hide a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if you're out, you're gonna know it's there.
0: I guess,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. So,
0: all right. So, maybe going to see a a, a pay per view. Maybe going to a, a Chicago trip like that. Yeah, that'd be
1: cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, I'm switching up the beer real quick. Um, Shortleaf Brewing. they uh, Shortleaf. We're Shortleaf out of um, O'Fallon, Missouri, about a mile oh, away from right. me. They're where where are they? They're in Winghaven here by me. Oh, they're real close to you. Okay. Mile away. I can walk there. By the emos? No. Um yeah. in inside of the neighborhood, there's uh there was a little area where they were trying to set up shops and it never really took off the way they were hoping. Uh, uh
0: kind of like a new like a new town thing.
1: Yeah. But uh when they first created the whole subdivision, they put a Seamus McDaniels in there. Okay. And then that didn't last, and it was uh, Llewellyn's for a while, and now it's Shortleaf Brewing. Mm-hmm. I'd give this one a two and a half out of five. I've mm. never been impressed with the beer. Um, the food is good, though.
2: Okay.
1: So, and and the owner's real nice. So, I want to support him just to have something close enough that.
0: I feel a collaboration coming up so close to the house.
1: Yeah, uh, I I should talk put, to him about that. Put,
0: put out a Nerdcast beer. Yeah. And then if it's so close to the house, there you go. Yeah. I'm having a, I'm having a brain thought here. 200. Mm. There we go. Got our place. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I've already asked him am giving us permission and everything's fine. <laughs> and you've already just trashed his beer on one of our episodes, but that's okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Still let's go there. <laughs>
1: no they probably wouldn't yeah, listen no,
0: they, he needs to take hey that's the thing with a brewery you gotta be able to take critique and not everyone's yeah. gonna be on yeah. the run so yep yeah so. oh boy all right so all right. Well, let's see we talked about we got the we got all the marvel news anything uh what about anything from new york comic-con because last week we spoke we, oh, we still just getting ramped up did you
1: did happen to put pull anything up on that uh, i had a few things full, pulled up i mean they announced new ultimate titles
0: Ah, uh, yeah okay because the hickman that, is that all gonna be written by hickman
1: uh, the new stuff is not all by Hickman. Uh, he's doing mm-hmm. Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay. Um, him and Marco Cecchetto. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Um, and they're doing Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Black Panther.
0: Ooh, Ultimate Black Panther, cool.
1: Yeah. Um, that was the one that sounded the, the best to me. Ultimate mm-hmm. X-Men is going to, I think, focus on more younger mutants. Uh, the one that they mentioned is Armor yeah gosh who's writing it you know ultimate x-men is going to be done by peach momoko who is a japanese artist Uh, so i don't know yeah uh black panther is written by brian hill and drawn by stefano caselli
0: i'm not familiar with either's work
1: no neither am i let's see other stuff from marvel Uh, i guess steve orlando i haven't read any of his stuff uh, has been working with a lot of Scarlet Witch stuff, and they announced a Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver miniseries. The end of the Krakoa Age is coming to the X-Men. Mm-hmm. So right mm-hmm. now they're about to start Fall of X, or Fall of the House of X, written by mm-hmm. uh, Jerry Dugan. Okay. It's going to be followed of,
0: of, of... Deadpool fame.
1: Yes. Uh, he's done a lot of X-Men stuff recently, too. Okay. Um, they're going to follow it up with Rise of the Powers of X, written by Kieran Gillian and then they're gonna do the resurrection of Magneto. Oh, okay.
0: Hey Karen Gillian, I've always been a fan of his X-Men work. He's always done a really good job.
1: Yeah, and I've liked a lot of the stuff he's done in the new Krakoa era of X-Men. Okay. So let's
0: see. So hey, just to th- this is the headline I found real quick
2: mm-hmm.
0: from gizmodo.com. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a, a great website, but it was one of the first ones to pop up. The vibes at New York Comic Con this year were very weird. From 20-minute spotlight panels to nearly complete lack of news, this was a New Comic-Con that fans probably could have skipped.
1: Wow. I, I There's some interesting stuff, but it, I don't think there was as much as there normally is. And it could be because the Hollywood aspect of it is gone from yeah. past years.
0: Well, and with the strike going on with the actors, you know, yeah. maybe they weren't being so forthcoming about their projects because sounds like uh, they did... Um, let's see Daryl, the Daryl Dixon walking dead thing was one of the things we're yeah. talking about here.
1: Cause they changed, they're changing the name for season two to the book of Carol because Carol's mm-hmm. coming back to the show. Ah, cool. Um, let's see.
0: Tom Hardy stopped by to promote Arkbound military sci-fi comic. He co-created alongside Scott Snyder. What a Tom yeah. Hardy, Scott Snyder collaboration. What is
1: that? Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, here. Um, Here's some other Marvel stuff. Um, so they have Infinity Comics on the app, which are just scrolling comics. Um, they've taken some existing stories and made them into it, but they do a lot of exclusive stuff too. And mm-hmm. one of the big things is it's Jeff. Jeff is a land shark that was featured mm-hmm. in Gwenpool and Deadpool yeah. comics.
0: Yeah, you, you told me you, uh, your kid liked that a lot.
1: Yeah. So they're doing the Infinity Paws featuring Jeff the land shark and other Marvel animals. Nice. It'll probably be a fun book, but um, they showed clips of Marvel's Spider-Man Two, including some of the different spider suits you can get. There is going to be a Chip Zdarsky Avengers run called Avengers Twilight. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't see many. I didn't see any details about it, but just seeing his name tied to Avengers, I was pretty interested. Yeah, for sure. And then there's uh, Jed McKay is doing Blood Hunt which is going to feature the Avengers, Tigra, Dr. Strange, Miles Morales, and Blade, and they're going to be fighting vampires.
2: Cool. Yeah, that
0: sounds cool. But hey, just real quick. Yeah. So you said uh, Hickman's doing Ultimate Spider-Man. Is it going
1: to be Peter Parker or is it going to be a Miles book? I think it's going to be Peter Parker. So they're bringing him back from the dead. This is a new Ultimate Universe, so it's going to be totally different from anything we've seen before.
0: So Ultimate Universe, but not the Ultimate Universe that went away. Right. So they're just having a new ultimate universe. So it's like, uh, instead of ultimate universe X, this is ultimate universe Y. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting.
1: At least that's what I'm assuming. I haven't read any of the, uh, series that's coming out right now. It hasn't shown up on the app yet. So once that comes out, I will read it.
0: Well, Hey, here's one thing I wanted to, here's something from the article that I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. He says, what, what goes on to say, one of the best panels that the writer attended wasn't even held on any of the main stages or even on a stage at all. It was in the back room of a fourth floor river pavilion um, where the national association of voice actors held a panel discussion on AI. That was very insightful and full of personal experiences of what people are dealing with, with AI already. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause voice actor, that's a big deal to a voice actor. That would be such crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, do your voice and they just take it from you and don't even pay you for your work. Yeah, because they already got everything. You're all your inflections and all that stuff, and it's just like, pff, no,
1: thank you. Two bits of DC news I found: Jason Aaron's going to write Superman. Uh, they, I don't think he's writing an actual title. They're doing, I think it's called Action Initiative, where it's going to be short stories, and he's writing some of them.
0: Okay, yeah, as long as he's not on the main yeah. Superman, he's j- he is great at well then know I haven't read his Thor run but from everything like Southern Bastards that's that's when I think of Jason Aaron that's what I think about for Jason Aaron I, his Thor run was pretty good okay but do, do you see him? yeah and, you know, I guess Thor's not a dark character I just see him as a Punisher writer or uh, you know yeah just someone who writes the darker characters very well and if you try to give him the alpha of all superheroes it's on the light side of things you know yeah I, I could even see Jason Aaron maybe doing a Batman uh, run of some kind I don't know he's he's not my favorite he's not horrible but he's just definitely not my one of my favorites
1: so maybe maybe this is opening the door though for him to step into someone like Batman
0: maybe yeah, you're right yeah uh, I, has he ever done any DC stuff before
1: I don't know okay. I mean if he did it wasn't when he was just the Jason Aaron we know
0: yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Let's see, then, here. Oh, I'll, I'll bring this one up. Winners yeah. and losers of New York Comic Con 2023. Let's see what that one has to say. If it'll ever load. But no. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it sounds like the the great thing about this Comic Con, even though people might want to bash on a little bit, it sounds like the main focus of this Comic Con was actually comic books. I know. <laughs> Just lo and behold, I know. Kind of shocking,
1: right? Yeah. So DC is going to revive Elseworlds. They announced six new titles, including a sequel to Gotham by Gaslight. Okay. Oh, that's cool! Oh, now but is uh, Snyder writing it? No, it's going to be Andy Diggle and uh, art by Leanne Leandro Fernandez. It's called okay. Gotham by Gaslight: The Kryptonian Age. So huh. it sounds like a Superman tie-in somehow.
0: Yeah, obviously with the Kryptonian. Yeah. Age, but okay, Diggle's okay. I, I liked his uh, he what losers right? Yeah. And then um did a great run on Spider oh Spider no, Jesus Daredevil. I liked his Daredevil.
1: Yeah, I I never read his Daredevil so. While that's still pulling up, there's Star Wars news. Mark Bernardin's writing a Mace Windu series.
0: I heard him say. I listened to a little bit of the podcast today uh, when they were, I haven't. Heard, I didn't listen to our Loki stuff because I. Still, we, me and Jen haven't started Loki yet. She's right. still wrapping up Gilmore Girls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as she's done with that, probably flip on over to Loki. Um, Marvel is ending the Bounty Hunter series and then following it up with a Django Fett mini series. Are you are you following any of the comics on the Star Wars side of things? No, I want to go back to them at some point, but yeah. I've been I've been going with other stuff right now. Yeah, um, they're doing an adaptation of Thrawn Alliances.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: Which I knew was coming because they've pretty much been adapting every book. Yeah. Um, high, Phase Three of the High Republic comics are going to start up, and then they're releasing a book on the High Republic lightsabers.
0: Hmm. Okay. So, okay, here, this thing pulled up. So, Loser, the Wi-Fi. <laughs> it had yeah. bad Wi-Fi at the Comic-Con. <laughs> let's see, Manga Plus. I um, don't con. Let's see, another con, another year of manga, putting American comics to shame. Eh, I'm not a manga guy. No. Let's see, when, horror novelists. Prose books seem to have found a very cozy and welcoming home in Comic-Cons, but NYCC in particular has been especially accommodating.
1: I I wonder if it's because of the time of year they do this convention because it's Halloween season. I I wouldn't put it past you.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, let's see. Loser. Bad idea. There's difference between having a between a bad idea and a stupid idea. Bad ideas. Uh, NYCC idea that lies squarely in the stupid category. I it able to walk by their booth several times. Is bad ideas like a one of their uh, a publisher?
1: It might be. It sounds familiar.
0: Let's see, Loser, walking the, shore, the, the show floor on Saturday while attendance numbers are high is always good for conventions, but attempting to traverse the show floor on Saturday was quite the endeavor. Well, hey, people are... With our economy being nothing but dog crap and inflation through the roof, explain to me how Comic-Cons are sold out. That's what I want to understand. Yeah. I want to understand you have all this extra money to be spending on books and things. Yeah. Love to understand that one. Let's see. Oh, here you go. Headlocked Comics. Here you go. Here you go. You ready for this one? <laughs> Mick Foley, who took his time, uh, talk with East fan and showing interest. Rikishi, MJF, and Jake the Snake were there, too. Headlocked always puts on some action with, on a packed booth. They had wrestlers doing signings, I guess, but Headlock Comics, is that a publisher that puts something out? Have you heard of any books they put out? I've not heard of
1: them. Yeah. I mean, I oh, heard MJF was there, but, I okay. mean, he's, he's a New York guy, so he's <laughs> been pretty big about New York, at least since he's been champion
0: every time I hear or read or think about Rikishi now all I think about is when the rock makes fun of him yeah. <laughs> I did it for the people <laughs> uh, I mean, like you big diaper wearing something I don't know what he called it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah, in front of Rikishi. Uh, let's see vault comics uh, let's see both. Blah, 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 blah. Zach Kaplan was one of the artists uh, the first issue of a book called beyond real from vault comics I don't know anything published by vault comics no I don't either Uh, Let's see, horror comics. Nearly every small press publisher at the show had at least some folks on horror, from Image to AWA Studios. Yeah, I expected from Image for sure. Yeah. Um, But, like I said, that time of year makes sense to try to push the horror stuff. Oh, God. All of us, every last one of us, were losers. After a bathroom incident got reported early in the weekend, it became impossible to navigate the show without asking, Hey, how about that thing on the floor? I guess someone took a doo doo on the floor. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Some folks had theories, animal or human. Some swore they had truth, definitely human. <laughs> and some just wanted to chuckle. All of it was gross. Who would have seen this coming among a, a community of people who have organized their adult lives around fantasies and cartoons? Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I so there loved was
1: a theory about who took the doo-doo on the floor. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a cosplayer stay up all night that night, oh my God. and make a giant turd costume to wear the next day.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. The NYCC app was a loser. Uh, yeah. wrong information on the app. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim Bradstreet was a loser. Uh, great. Who is Tim Broadstreet? Why do they have to do Tim so
1: dirty? <laughs> he he's a cover artist. He did a lot of those uh, Garth Ennis Punisher comics.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, I think they spelled his name wrong on one of the things though. Oh. Uh, The facilities, not to bring up the infamous poo-poo again. (laughs) Maybe someone (laughs) boosted out. Um, The shuffle was that there was no toilet paper, no soap in the dispensers, and broken stall doors. Let's see. The panel crew. This year's crew kept the crowds waiting for panels flowing pretty well. Uh, Arcbound Studios. That's the Tom Hardy thing with Scott Snyder. That's a big deal. I think that's huge. Yeah. that's a loser talking to anyone in artist alley. Ricky, you mentioned the mess, people on the show floor, but trying to browse or have a conversation with anyone in artist alley was damn near impossible given the sheer volume of people pushing through the aisles. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. It you know, that, that's what makes a con kind of, supposed to be kind of intimate. You're supposed to be able to have t- time to talk to these creators because they're actual real people.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I gotta I gotta talk to Timothy's on uh last year's Kansas City. Show.
2: Oh
0: wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, hey, bruh, air of the empire, I'd like you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like yeah. what you did there. <laughs> you made the wrong.
0: The, this winner was the the writers themselves was a winner because it was his first time in a New York Comic Con. Gotcha. I don't think I have any desire to ever want to go to a New York Comic Con. That's not my thing. But
1: Madeline and I are trying to find a way to get to San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, that would
0: be that's that's bucket list stuff, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, that's I guess that's my biggest takeaway. Then, if you want to ask me what my biggest takeaway of the New York Comic Con would have been. The Tom Hardy-Scott Snyder collaboration. That's pretty
1: cool. So there's one image collaboration that I'm interested in. Um, Oh, what you got? They announced uh, Kid Cudi, the rapper, is making a comic called Moon Man. And I think it's tied into a lot of his albums because Moon Man is like a theme throughout what he does. And I'm a big fan of his rapping. So I will probably be picking that up. Okay.
0: That's interesting. I, I don't know. I don't not that. not something I'd pick up, but I'm not sure. But I, I think what I would like to do if I ever had some extra scratch, I mm-hmm. think I'd like to do go on my Jeff Lemire, just go and get my books and yeah. just create a little section on my shelf and just go get them all, just get them all and create that. That's what I'd like to do.
1: I will put this on my spinner rack next to my nine rings of the Wu-Tang comic.
0: <laughs> nice. Also from Image um, Comics. So there you go. There's our, our, uh, just kind of throw it together, New York Comic Con recap. Yeah. Um, came and went, you know, not much to do is what it sounds like. Except <laughs> the biggest part of the New York Comic Con was the mystery of
1: the doo-doo <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> on the floor.
1: The deuce on the floor.
2: I love it.
0: So, Alright, so what else you got on the docket? Let's uh, just jump to homework. Okay. Uh, I don't have too much, uh, but I uh... But I, t- oh man! But you, you go ahead. You always have. Okay. You have always have a little more inside than
1: what I got. All right. So we uh, went back and watched a lot of stuff. So the girls had friends over last Friday. So I threw on the last Starfighter for Will. Ah,
0: okay. That's eighties classic. Well done. I like that.
1: Does yeah. it hold up? The effects do not hold up. They're yeah. very bad video game effects. Yeah. But he was drawn into the story. And of course. Yeah. God. Yeah. It, it was just fun to go back and revisit it, and I wish they mm-hmm. would get the rights taken care of and maybe do an update of it.
0: That would be one. That yeah. would be a great one to redo with, with how big video games are now. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was definitely dated. Mm-hmm. Just dealing with like how the kids were acting, and but I I enjoyed going back and revisiting it. Sure. Um, yeah. We watched Mission Impossible three and four.
0: Uh okay. Because yeah, you said t- your biggest <laughs> the text you says like for Mission Impossible Two. You're like, this was awful, dude. Mission Impossible Two should have been called Mission Impossible Two: Tom Cruise's Long Hair on a Motorcycle.
1: <laughs> That's all it was. With, That's all I with, remember for that one. With John Woo cut shots.
0: With John Woo cut shots, but Phil Seymour Hoffman's in it, and he's amazing. In everything he, he
1: does. He was in three. Oh, is that he's in three? Yeah, he's in three. No, he's in two. No, he's in three. We just watched Seymour three. Hoffman's- yep.
0: Oh, what's his name? That's supposed to be
1: Wolverine, was in two. Yes, uh, Doug Ray Scott.
0: Are you sure Philip yes. i Yes. I can't remember who he was in the third one then.
1: I uh, can't remember his name. He was the guy that, he was the weapons dealer that Tom Tom Cruise caught and almost threw yeah. onto the plane. And he's like, I will find your family and kill them.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. And this is uh, the, Mission Impossible 3 is good. I like Mission Impossible 3. That's the one with the bridge, right? The bridge scene? Yes. That's a good one. Plus, this is our introduction to Benji.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah,
1: okay. I I remember one was all right, two I didn't like, and then everyone got better from there, and it's it's just like I remembered, because then four was the introduction with Jeremy Renner.
0: And he's actually good in it. He's really good
1: in it, and it seemed like they were setting him up to take up – Take over the franchise, but like they did with Born, they pulled it back from him and gave it back to the original
0: actor. I just don't think he's—I don't think he's an
1: actor that carries a franchise. Yeah, I—I would agree with that. But both those movies are really good, and so I'm excited to go back and watch Five because I know we watched it, but I can't remember it, and then I haven't seen Six with uh, Henry Cavill.
0: Oh, that's so good. That one is so damn good. I know. Probably one of the best of the series. That was right I'm at that. Trying to remember Road Nation. I, I'm trying because yeah, I think Road Nations our introduction to Rebecca Ferguson. Yes. Oh, and that's right. Solomon Lane is the is the um. Oh, he's such a good bad guy in that one. Sean yeah. Harris plays him. Yeah, Road Nation's good. Yeah, Road Nation's really good. That's number five, six is Cavils, and then seven is Dead Reckoning, and I. Need to probably put an order in the library for that one. Yeah, I need to I'll see reckon- if
1: it's out yet there.
0: Um, but yeah, Dead Reckoning. I, I, it bombed the box office though.
1: Yeah, but everything has this summer. Uh, you're right, except yeah. for Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. So Sunday night, Will and I had a a boys' night, and we watched Kung Pao Enter the Fist.
0: <laughs> you always love that movie. <laughs> it is
1: it is so ridiculous, and I love every minute of it. Yeah. And he was. Cracking up, but the best part was the the loser guy with the squeaky feet was mm-hmm. fighting the main the main guy, and he's getting his ass whooped. And mm-hmm. he goes, "Oh, just you wait until I introduce the my testicles to your fist style." <laughs> and Will was sitting there, yeah, and you could see he re- he repeated it to himself, and about three seconds later, he just started cracking up. I'm like, that's the biggest delayed reaction I've ever seen, and it made my night. Oh,
0: that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. That's too
1: funny, dude. We got another Friday night. Girls are having friends over, so me and him are going to watch Shaolin Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle.
0: Nice. Yes. And now you're you're, uh, guiding him down the Kung Fu hole. Oh, he loves Kung Fu
1: movies, so... And then I, after that, we're going Jackie Chan, watching some of the old classics like Drunken Master and yeah, um, yeah. I mean,
0: Rumble the Bronx. Get them, let him watch Rumble in the Bronx. Oh that's a yeah. Good one. yeah,
1: yeah. That that's on the list too. I wa- finally watched uh, Spectre, James Bond. Yeah, yeah. The really I, good. I, Daniel Craig is
0: I probably never the watched sl- that one. I I I just think I did too many Bonds in a row. It yeah. started just to get drag on a little bit for me.
1: I, I think it was a good thing I waited a little bit to watch this after knocking out the first three. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna get the last one, and put to bed that his series. Mm-hmm. He's probably the second best Bond. Like I love Pierce Brosnan as Bond, but his movies just weren't just don't stick with you. No, they don't. And in fact, Goldeneye—the only thing that sticks with you—is a video game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong on that.
1: Yeah, I started catching up on Dark Side of the Ring. You need to watch Bash at the Beach. It was the last WCW pay per view before they got bought.
0: I I heard about that. That's that one. It was everything
1: about that went wrong or something like that, right? Well, like they, Vince Russo was the writer, Mm -hmm. so it's that whole era of dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, Jeff Jarrett was the champion. He was supposed to drop the belt to Booker T.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Hogan was supposed to like I guess Jeff Jarrett was going through everybody before he lost it to Booker T and so he was supposed to wrestle Hogan at the beginning of the pay-per-view and then Booker T at the end of it and originally Jeff Jarrett was going to beat him well Hogan in his contract had it written that he had complete control over his character didn't Mm -hmm. like the idea of him losing so what they were going to do was have other people interfere. Hogan wins the match, but doesn't get the title because of the interference.
2: Uh, okay. He
1: signed off on it. Apparently Eric Bischoff was in his ear, though. In the day of the pay-per-view, he said, no, we're not going to do this. Vince Russo had Jeff Jarrett go onto the ring, and as the match start, he just fell down and laid in the ring until Hogan put his foot on him, won the <laughs> championship, left, flew, flew out with Eric Bischoff, and then Vince Russo came out and said, due to Hulk Hogan being kind of douchey and invoking mm-hmm. this clause in his contract, he left with a fake title. Jeff Jarrett versus Booker T at the end of the night is the official title match.
0: Oh, good Lord.
1: <laughs> which led to a lawsuit by Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. for breach of contract, which got thrown on a court because it's all wrestling stuff. There's no... There was no defamation of character because the character was a fictional character. Hulk Hogan is not a real person. Terry Balea is the real person.
0: Oh my God. What a mess.
1: It oh. was unreal. And just Bischoff and Russo mess. taking shots at each other through this pay-per-view or through this yeah. documentary was incredible. <laughs> just talking shit. I love it. Yeah. Cause Vince Russo is a piece of crap, but just seeing what he had to go through with Hogan, which I have, I do not like Hogan in the least at this point. So, <laughs> Yeah, it kind of
0: it, it wears on
1: you. The, yeah. the, just, yeah. And then a few comics. I read The Woods by James Tinian.
2: Okay, it's how a, was that?
1: Uh, it was pretty good. It's uh, from Boom Studios. It's about a high school in Wisconsin that disappears off the face of the earth and goes onto a foreign planet interesting <laughs> so very sci-fi little horror aspect to it okay first trade was good i've got two and three here from the library so i'm going to check those out as well okay. um i went with mark miller's the magic order because oh
0: yeah oh, okay yeah how's that i'm really interested in that one
1: it was I, it was a little slow to start but by issue five i'm like i'm i was hooked Nice. Okay. So and there's a
0: lot of, I think that's got like four volumes or something like that. Yeah.
1: And I went ahead and grabbed two and three off my, my app from the library. So I'm going to continue with that. I've gone back to the X-Men to kind of catch up because I'm, I want to see how these Krakoa air ends. Okay. So uh, I read the new mutant stuff. I, I found a reading order. I'm going back. I'm trying to find everything. The mutant stuff was okay. I'm Deadpool's next in the order. I don't know how it necessarily so- fits in.
0: You still have the Marvel app?
2: Yeah, I
1: do. Do they not put it in order for you to read? No, it just if it's an actual like crossover, they will put it in order. So like when they did the Avengers X Men Eternals crossover, you could read it all in order. But once you get to like trying to figure out the reading order for mutants in general, Mm -hmm. I I had to go online and find it. I found a good one on Reddit. I've saved it. So I just go back and reference it and it gives you arcs rather than this is the order they were released, which I okay. think, I think is working out better for me right now.
2: Um,
0: all right. It's just, it bothers me. You know, yeah. it, it bothers me to know, and they're the ones that publish it. They should know what order it comes out in. It's their own app. People want to read it in the order it's supposed to be in yeah. so that we understand it the best way possible. Make it accessible, Make yeah. it, especially when the biggest gripe about becoming a comics fan is just where, where do I start? How do I jump in? It just feels so overwhelming. Put it in freaking order, and people will jump in, and then we don't have to do so much homework trying to figure out how to read it instead of just enjoying it.
1: Especially when you have a line of comics where maybe not everything ties together for every issue, yeah, but every three months you have a big crossover that ties into every book you release. True. Yeah. yeah, because I mean the problem. So we come out of the AXE event, and it almost instantly goes into dark web with Spider Man. No. Okay. No, no. And it's like, all right, well, here's four additional books I'm gonna have to pick up. Mm-hmm. And those books don't even tie in just the the regular books. Like New Mutants didn't tie into it at all. Yeah. If you're trying to follow like a specific story, especially with something big coming up like they have with X-Men, it's just so frustrating to try to figure out, what do I read next?
0: And you would think that they would start listening. To, I, I, we
1: can't be the only two people that complain about it. This has to be from the fandom in general, of how difficult it is to follow all that stuff. Well, maybe I'll send them an email with our top comic podcast yeah. award. <laughs> maybe they'll listen.
0: Listen up. We got some things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> hey, Hey, let's go for a walk. Let's go have a talk.
1: <laughs> All right. And then the last thing I got is I read the first six issues of the justice society, Donna DC comic. Ah. okay. How was that? It was pretty good. It was written by Jeff Johns. No, no. Um, you start on in the future with a future justice society um, led by power girl and huntress. And this Huntress Mm -hmm. is the daughter of Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle, and so there is a time-hopping bad guy that is trying to destroy every era of the Justice Society. So she comes back to the Huntress comes back to the modern era to stop him, and they do. But when she comes back, she tells Batman how he dies, And, and so when they defeat the bad guy, her timeline is erased.
0: Oh no. Interesting.
1: Uh, yeah. I first couple of issues, I'm like, I'll give it an arc. I don't know. But once, once I got through the first arc, I'm like, I think I, I think I'll keep reading this on the app.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. So are you liking, are you liking the app? I have issues with it. It's better than it was the first time I got a subscription to it. This time though, when you're done with a comic, you don't have to close down the app completely to get back to the main screen to pick a new book to read.
0: You'd have to you'd have to shut down the whole app to get yes. to a new book. Yeah, they wow. didn't
1: have a back out of the actual issue. Interesting. I yeah. Wonder why they didn't have that. It seems uh, so dumb. Yeah, I don't know, but I have mean, this, ever, this was before so, Matt.
0: You, you have a Marvel app and you have the DC app. Yes. Have you ever thought about getting comiXology? Would that be? Wouldn't that cover both your bases?
1: no I don't think the Marvel stuff's on comicology anymore I think oh, okay. you can only get trades through that for Marvel but at this point I'm spending 20 bucks a month well I, I'm spending like 12 bucks a month for Marvel and then I paid for a year subscription on DC with their elite membership so I get everything after one month Um, I think it's going to be worth it I've I'm definitely getting my 10 bucks a month, what it balances out to. Okay. But I I think they still got more work to do on the app. Okay. Because I can go through, I can read a book. I can back out when I'm done. I can go on to the next issue when I'm done. But Mm -hmm. when I go back to the main screen, it doesn't update. I read. It didn't save any of your progress that you made. It doesn't show it. But if I close the app and go back in and then it updates and shows.
2: Oh my God. So, like, I
1: read Justice Society four, five, and six before we started. When I went out of the app, it still showed I was at the beginning of four. I close the app, I go in, it shows I've completed everything that's out. That would drive me nuts because
0: I need to remember where I left off.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because I've I've left that app open and I come back in and I'm like, "Uh, I think I already read this one. Yeah. And I've done that before. I've done it. Yeah. And then it's sometimes it doesn't save the pager on either. So when have, you go into the app,
0: you have two emails
1: to write. You have two emails yeah. to write with
0: proof of our award-winning. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they need to fix it for us. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, that sounds good. Those are, and uh, no, no actual books without pictures in it this week.
1: No, I've been working what? on Fairy Tale what? by Stephen King. Okay. And I flew through the first half of it, and then the second half. Is more fantasy-based, okay? and it just seems like it's taking tropes from every fantasy book I've read. And so I just slowed down completely on it. So I need to finish it. I got a bunch of other stuff, and I just picked up uh, an oral history on the MCU. Oh, okay. So I'm waiting for that to get here, and I will probably fly through that. Mm -hmm. All right, so is that all you got? That's all I got.
0: All right. Let's see. I'll go through mine pretty quick because – I didn't watch too much, to be honest. Uh, I was reading a lot more because... Uh, but I'll, let me go through what I watched. I watched the original Texas Chainsaw, which is... It's it's a horror classic, but it's also garbage at the same time. But it's yeah. garbage to the point where I love it yeah. <laughs> because of how bad it is. It's a bad 70s horror movie, and it looks like a bad 70s horror movie. It feels like a bad 70s horror movie. It, it just has that feeling that you're like, yeah, this is what it's supposed to be. And it's just... The net, you know, the actual effects, you know, they're not, you know, yeah. not digital effects. I, I like that part of it. It's just, it's such a weird movie when you watch the original versus the remake. Which yeah. I follow that up with watching the remake, and I go, I just like the remake better. I don't know why. I just do. I like the remake better. Um, I tried watching a movie, but the Blu-ray I got from the library kept skipping on me, and I kept, I kept trying to go back and rewatch, and I couldn't do it. It was Sinister 2. It was a follow-up to the the, the sequel to the first one.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and I was actually really liking it. It was actually it had a couple of really good jump scares in there, so I was really enjoying it. But after a while, I gave up and just said screw it. And then uh, I watched this movie that came out in two thousand nine because I, I went on Google and was like, I, I've seen all the horror movies, I think yeah. I've seen just everyone. And I'm just like, sure, let me see something new that I haven't seen before. And uh, one that came up that got a lot of good uh, good reports on it was a movie called Pontypool. It's a small town in Canada. Okay. It's, it's listed as one well, of the best zombie movies of all time kind of thing. Issue being they're not zombies at all. The premise of this one is that a virus is spread through language where if a few key words are spoken – it causes someone to start going crazy, and eventually, it turns them bloodthirsty and turns them into a cannibal. Basically, <laughs> they want to. They, so they're not dead; they just have a virus. But the virus doesn't kill them; it just makes them want to hurt, maim, kill, and eat other people.
1: <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and
0: because and, and, cause, and the reason why it was through voice or through language was because was based off a radio station, and it was a small town and all that stuff. And yeah, it was a dude, uh, shock jockey is what he was. The main character of it what, probably has done voice acting before because his voice was really good. and He did a great job uh, with the role. But it's, it's really weird. It's super independent. I think it was an IFC production. Um, So I just, I gave it a shot. It, out of five pints, I gave it one pint. <laughs> yeah. it was, it, it's not good. But the premise, like you said, it's an interesting premise. It, that's what sold me. I wanted to even give it a shot. Yeah. It was because it was a little bit different. And then I got to two because I thought one, I thought this one was on your list, but I can't remember what it was or not, but I watched, I finally got through the Meg. Yeah. The Meg two, the trench. Yeah. I turned off Meg two because Jay, these movies, how did they, they're going to be, they're going to be teed up for how did this get made? I, there has to be, there already has to be an episode on how did this get made, right? Please you would tell think me so.
2: Way.
0: They're garbage. They're garbage movies. They're bad they look like they have sci-fi channel effects on them. Oh yeah, it, it's not good. They're and it, it's not to the point where they're they're so bad they're good. You know how we like a good bad movie every yeah. now and then. Yeah. I really enjoy a good bad movie. These aren't yeah. even that. They're so long. They're so long. They should be an hour, a, a quick hour twenty at the yeah. most. Yeah. No, no, Jay. They're not hour twenties at all. Nowhere no. we're near hour twenty movies. And I'm like, what? Are it's a shark movie. Shark movies don't. The only shark movie be, be given the the free way of saying, "Oh, be as long as you need to be is of course Jaws. This yeah. one, these two, Jay, Jay, I'm I'm trying to save you your time. I know you enjoy a good bad movie, but my God, just garbage.
1: My my kids and, and love them.
0: Jesus Dathum, awful. He's hey, getting look, ever since ever since Snatch, going downhill. Oh he, yeah, he's garbage. He's he's a horrible actor.
1: He's H- has garbage. there been a bigger decline in a career since snatch
0: no 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 <laughs> it's not good no oh Jay I, I I couldn't wait to share this news with you I was that's all I've been wanting to talk about today was about how bad these I turned it off the second one's just the first one's got Dwight in it so that's kind of cool it's got Dwight right yeah and those are a couple scenes that are kind of cool kind of different but I just couldn't I, I tried so hard to get the second one I just said no that's enough yeah, I doubt. <laughs> couldn't do it. Could not. It's no deep blue sea. Yeah, no, dude. I,
1: I So I don't know. I care is it on your list? I couldn't remember if you had it on. There. I I have it on there just, just because I saw the first one. Scratch it
2: off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think we talked. Yeah, no, we talked about that one last time, so I won't talk about it. Because I'll, I'll go back to your list because I, I want to keep working on that one. I just kind of went out of order there with the yeah. like, stuff. And and that, I was hoping to be like, oh, hey, it's Halloween. It's kind of horry, you know, horror movie. And it,
1: it's readily available too. So. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Um. So, and I got a couple. I got one more movie from the library. I got to try. I, I'd love to go back to Sinister too, but I can't get a copy that works. So I'll have to see if I can catch it on the streaming service at some point. Yeah. But uh, then I nothing else I really watched. Um, but I did finish my book. I finally I found all the marbles. I finally finished it. Yes. I enjoyed it it's an interesting concept of what he was trying to accomplish as far as it being one long, big opus of a story. Yeah. The sixties to now. Um, my biggest critique of it is I don't need this. Mind you, I know we're award winning and I try not to be controversial in here. I I don't need politics and wokeism in my entertainment of comics. Yeah. I understand it has its place. I understand why Kamala Khan is important. Miles is one of my favorite characters ever. Mm-hmm. I get where he's going with a lot of this stuff, but he put <laughs> his name the the writer's name his last name is is W O L K.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I was like, it
1: just <laughs> I,
0: I I appreciate everything besides that. Where I had a guy that was writing like someone that has a voice from twenty twenty to 2023 Mm -hmm. versus a guy that was just a comic book fan and loves comic books for the art of them, the writing, the story. And I do understand that all throughout history of of comics, there is a political voice to it. And trust me, I definitely understand that the comic industry and it's uh, as a whole leans a certain way, but it's still to me, I don't go to comic books to go. I'm ready to think about politics and, how the world is in a comic book form, you know, with just superheroes involved with it. I still use it as an escape for something that's supposed to be entertaining. I go I, you know, I mean, hell, the mutants are yeah. an allegory for the for the disenfranchised, for the yeah. the outside. We movie. all love, We all love the X-Men. I mean, who doesn't love the X-Men? You know, uh, you know, hell, aliens about alien you know, aliens There's an allegory of just not fitting into society. I get it. Yeah. God, it, and he wasn't that way the whole book. And I don't want that to be my big takeaway. I don't want you to think I didn't like it. I actually really enjoyed it. It was kind of fun. Yeah. And I did the same thing you did. I kind of wanted to really go back. The thing I want to do more than anything is go back and read Fantastic Four from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. That's when you want to do that really bad. So it's a good book. It was cool that he went through the whole book. The last chapter is amazing in regards mm-hmm. to that's how he was able. I guess his son, I don't know if he's on the spectrum. I couldn't remember. I can't I, remember. I, if he I think was he on. said he was. Okay the fact that he's able to connect with his son yeah. and trust me, I'm always jealous of people like like you with your relationship with two of your kids. It seems like, well, no, I guess all three in certain ways, but yeah. two for sure. You're able to connect with them with stuff that you love. And I always love story, hearing stories like that where on my side of things, I got zero out of three that like okay. anything I like. <laughs> so it was, wonderful to read that it kind of reminded me of bernard's story with his kid that yeah you know know, deals with autism and being able to connect through those stories is amazing and i I love that last chapter and i even love the appendix after that where he summarized the entire book yeah in five or sorry six subsets which was great i thought that was very clever on his part yeah so it's a great book i loved it it was cool how he worked through everything hell he even made squirrel girl sing cool (laughs) for a chapter yeah you know um I just I'm so tired of everything being so 2023 yeah and I just don't need it in everything I read I'm just like come oh, on dude you d- in order for you to be a good writer and for this book to be good you didn't need it it doesn't need to be there yeah just do what your main premise of the book was which was to explain the story of comics yeah as far as being a one big tale that's always going to go on and just will never end that's my biggest critique of it. Otherwise, as far as out of pints, I give it four pints, four pints out of five. It was a great book. Great recommendation. I loved it for that part of it.
1: So Um, when you're talking about different time periods, I think part of it is you kind of have to explain the time period though. And so with Kamala and Squirrel Girl being that last chapter, you kind of have to get into it to set the stage for how things are at the time. I guess, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how I look at it. There were times where I felt that way too about the book, yeah. um, but I had, I reminded yeah, myself. And I, of
0: that. Let me, Jay. Here's the thing. Here's the. I don't mean. I'm sorry to cut you off. No. If if I didn't have it shoved down my throat in every facet of my life now, I, I probably wouldn't have. I I probably would have enjoyed it and said, "That's great that he did it." Yeah. But the fact that it's in every piece of art and every piece of so, entertainment we do nowadays I'm like oh my god come on guys <laughs> let's, let's 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 not
2: let's so try not
1: to my way of thinking about it was if I read this in 20 years it would mm-hmm. definitely set the stage but yeah. yes being in the current period and yeah. it being so recent yeah it mm-hmm. it seemed like a little much at the time
0: yeah yeah and that's again that's my only small like I said yeah again four out of five enjoyed it great recommendation i actually got through it quicker than i thought hey i got through a book pretty quick i was like hey look at me go yeah <laughs> it's just a matter of just sitting down and then well, it, all that does is take away from my movie watching time to reading time which i, I enjoyed it It was made for quiet evenings in the house it was great um and actually as soon as i finished that i went on my uh, library app and actually downloaded um, dark force rising because i'm yeah. able to get that digitally and then when i did that i was like oh hey look at that lost stars is on there too so i need i'm really wanting to get through uh, Dark Force Rising as quickly as I can so I can pop yeah. over to that. One. That's good I feel point. like with Dark Force Rising I'm, I'm going to be skimming over some of it because it felt like that. that's what I did with the previous book. Yeah. When, when it didn't focus on the characters I wanted when it wasn't on Thrawn or Luke yeah. I kind of really just went I flew right by that other stuff.
1: And yeah. a book like uh, All of the Marvels or short stories seem to go quicker just because you can knock out a chapter and just feel like you accomplished something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I then, always feel like those books
0: The other thing I wanted to point out was, you know, as far as my little soapbox uh, rant there, mm-hmm. um, but where I didn't feel that same way was I loved his breakdown of, of the Black Panther. Oh, I that, was that was great. That was really good. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, just knowing that it's so crazy how the movie hit on books that I was never even aware of that were out there. Yeah. It was like the fight on the waterfall was like, straight straight up from the comic i did not yeah. even know that so i love the fact that i was able to read that book and get that history behind it i thought that was really great
1: well and now you had like i have that book on my bookshelf and like if i'm like i want to go check out these old black panther comics i can grab it and be like hit the specific issues he talked about sure
0: yeah absolutely yeah and it's just so funny i think i'd probably skip Priest stuff, even though I know that that was a big deal there yeah. when back when I was actually getting you know floppies, the priest stuff was like that's a big deal that that everyone I think that was a book that a lot of people were pulling and then
1: um, yeah I did
0: the Hudlin, I know then it followed up with Hudlin yeah which I don't think that was as I don't want to say as popular but it wasn't as just in the zeitgeist as yeah. the priest stuff but I do know that you had been speaking so highly of
1: the Coates run yeah I really want to go back and look but didn't he do Captain America too he did a Captain America run after it. And kind of okay. it, his Captain America run was kind of a rehash of previous stories, okay. but he had a fresh take to it. Okay. So I, I really enjoyed his Captain America run. Yeah. And it
0: sounds like he, he was following uh, the one thing I had. Uh, Coates was never a comic writer. or anything. I think he was just a prose writer. Is yeah. What they were saying. And yes. The fact yeah. that he just, this was his first time dipping into the, into the medium. Yeah. Not a bad way to do it. it sounds like he hit a home run. Right he did. Bat, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. It just. Uh, it's so. I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Where I'm trying to understand, as far as the character of Black Panther, it seems like we have my biggest perception of him is is from the movie. that yeah. That's that's my Black Panther, right? Yep. Which I love. I love it so much. It uh, the first Black Panther. The more I sit with it over time, the higher up the damn chart it goes, dude. It's so oh yeah. Damn, so good. But the fact that you go back and read that history of it. And how he even joined in with the Avengers and, and the purpose of why he even was in the Avengers goes, he really wasn't like what you saw in the movie. It no. was more, it's all about Wakanda. And he he was a spying on other people so he could protect Wakanda. And I was yeah. like, well, that, but that fits the mold of what Black Panther is. That's what he's supposed to do. So yeah. I was like, huh. Very
1: interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. That, one I of agree. my favorite parts of the book. Yeah. That, that was probably one of the best chapters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, and then I'm sorry, this other book is, a, it, it's an oral history of the Marvel universe. So it's uh, kind of the same thing. Is it, is it a rehash of what we just read? No, of the MCU. Oh, MCU. Sorry. Yeah. MCU. My bad. Okay.
1: Well, what's that going to, I'm wondering what that's going to be about because we've, we've lived that, we've watched that. Yeah, but I think it's going to go more into details than like making the movies.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Oh, and probably all the all the drama behind yeah. like Terrence Howard, maybe <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and all that stuff,
1: or and maybe was up Ed for the Norton and... and Kenneth Branagh who had problems on set, and
0: maybe yeah, yeah maybe we'll get that. Okay, interesting.
1: I, and so you're starting that one next week. Um, I ordered it off eBay. I should have it uh-huh. early next week.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll be interested in your review on that one. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll wait to see what you got to say about that, but um. Other than that, I have no other homework to share with you. Except I'm hoping to start getting moving on uh, on this uh, Dark Force Rising, and I almost want to move over to the other one. Yeah, I got to work on my speed reading. I want to bust through books way faster than what I do. But then again, I uh, I got such a laundry list of comics I want to go back and finish too. I know. Because I think I did tell you I finished your Black Hammer stuff. So I can get that back to you. Yeah. And uh, I got the second our second volume of Berserker to start. So I'll let you know how that is once.
1: Okay.
0: Because did, did you get the second volume too, or did you really just do the first? I just did the first. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you, a, I'll get into that once I can give you a uh, a review on that to whether or not it's worth your time to keep going on it. Okay. Other than that, that's all I got for you this week, sir, unless all you right. got anything else. Nope, that's it. All right, man. All right, all right until next time. All right, see you.
1: See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured song is Carousel by the Los Angeles punk band Foreclosure.